You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, thanks for joining me today on episode 68 of the Blended Family Podcast. Today is really part two of the topic of sex positivity. Last week, we talked about what it means to be a sex positive parent and how to foster open communication in your blended family home. We also talked a bit about how to handle things when each side has different views on being sex positive with your children. Well, today we're going to continue on with sex positivity, but we're going to discuss children and their sexual identity and how this all plays a role in the blended family. Real quick, before I get started, I just want to invite you to subscribe to my newsletter. At this point, I only send out one email a month, which is a quick overview of the month's podcast and anything else I might feel is important to mention to you. I won't spam you or fill your inbox with emails that you don't have time to read. I know you're busy and so am I. I do have some exciting things I'm going to be rolling out for you this year and I really want you to be the first to know. And any special offers or things of importance are always shared with my subscribers first. Right now, when you sign up, you will also get a special quiz made by me to help you see where your blended family's strengths and weaknesses are. So to sign up, you can go to my website at blendedfamilypodcast.com and click on the subscribe button, or to make it real easy for you, you can go directly to blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash subscribe. To give you a little extra incentive, I will be giving away two free copies this month of one of my favorite books. It's called The Four Agreements by Don Ruiz Miguel. This is a book that I have read many times, and it's an easy read, but powerful and helpful in so many ways. So at the end of March, I will be choosing two people from my email list, and I will send you each a free copy of the book, and I will announce the winners on the podcast on April 4th. If you've already signed up for my list, don't worry, you are already entered into the contest. If not, go ahead over and do that. You have until March 31st. So let's now get started. I've got to be honest with you. I've wanted to do this particular show for a long time, but I've been waiting because it's something I was nervous to talk about with you. But then I was thinking, and you know, I consider you all family to me. And some of you have shared very personal stories with me and I have with you. And although today is hard, I'm, I'm going to put myself out there for you because that's what you deserve. And I need to be authentic. Sure, I can come on here and tell you everything you want to hear and everything that makes me sound good, but that's not why I do this show. I do the show because I feel like I can help you. And in order to do that, I have to be honest and real and well vulnerable. Before I even say what I've got to say, I will tell you that I already know I may lose some listeners over this, and that's okay. Look, I don't like that, but it's just the way it is. And I'll have other listeners who are supportive, I know that, and I will say thank you in advance to those of you. 
But at the end of the day, if I can help one family by sharing my personal story, then that's all that matters. This is my platform, and I know that I can't please everybody, but my hope is to help someone, and hopefully as many people as I can. So that was a big lead-in. As you know, today we're talking about children and their sexual identity. Maybe you guessed by now, I do have a child who's bisexual. I won't disclose which one, although this child knows I'm sharing this with you. I still feel the need to protect them from any direct backlash. Our child came to us with this information last year, although it was no surprise to us. We've always known. Not that every parent does, but in our case, we did. We were just waiting for this child to come to us, and when that moment came, we were thrilled. Thrilled because we were happy they felt ready to share it. Thrilled because they didn't have to feel they needed to hide their true identity. You see, we were always a very open and sex-positive family, and we've already had endless conversations about the topic of sexual identity for years. One, because we knew it was healthy to have those conversations, and two, because we knew and we wanted that child to know our viewpoint on it so they'd feel okay to come to us. And Sean and I, we've always been very open and non-judgmental. And this is where I may lose some of you. I know that in many religions, homosexuality is considered a sin and others who are not religious are still against it. For Sean and myself, we don't consider ourselves religious, but we are highly spiritual. In any case, it doesn't matter. I try to keep religion out of the show for many reasons, and I'm not going to bring it in here. I respect everyone's choice to practice what they choose, and I do not judge. But I will say that we've had many close friends over the years, many, before our child came out, so that, that didn't sway our decision. Many, many friends who were gay and lesbian, who were the kindest, most loving special people that we knew. So to us, it was never a thing. We don't look at it as being any different from anyone else. So that's why when our child came out to us, it wasn't even a big deal. It was like, okay, so what do you want for dinner? Our opinion, and again, just our opinion, is that as long as you're not hurting anyone, you should live the life the, the way you want. And we don't feel it's a choice. We feel it's something that you're born with inside we can't help who we love. Love is the most beautiful and extraordinary feeling we all have the pleasure of knowing. Who cares who you love as long as you're loving? That's our viewpoint on it. So my child is one of the lucky ones, at least that's what I think. My child has accepting parents. Did you know that over 40% of homeless teenagers are kids that were kicked out of their family homes for coming out as homosexual? That statistic horrifies me, but it happens every day. Kids are getting put out in the street, all because they wanted to be able to live life freely. And some of you right now may be listening, thinking, well, not my children. Well, I would never say that. You don't know if one day your child will come to you with the news that they're gay, lesbian, bisexual, queer, trans. How will you react? Some of you may be open to it. Some of you may be unsure. And others of you will be downright horrible to your own children. So if you're ever in this position, 
I ask of you, please look at your child the way you always have with love and acceptance. This doesn't change who they are. It only changes who they love. Maybe it changes what you envision for their future, but remember it's their future and they need to live it and be happy. It's understandable if you have a less than stellar reaction. Sometimes as a parent, we can get caught off guard, get overruled by our emotions, but as long as where you end up is with love and acceptance, you'll be okay. I'll tell you what will happen if you don't accept them. Hard, honest truth is that they'll cut you out of their life. Now you may say, well, that's fine. I don't accept them anyway, but this is your child. There's so much support out there for them and they'll find it. If your motive is to guilt them into being straight, it's not going to happen. And the more you don't accept them, the more you'll push them away and they will still be who they are. They can't change to make you happy. They have to live an authentic life. So are you prepared to not ever see your child again? It is far better to accept them and have them in your life. Now, a really great resource for you to check out is the It Gets Better Project. Even if you don't deal with this in your own family, you can still go on the website and support the cause. Uh, The It Gets Better Project's mission is to communicate to lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender youth around the world that it gets better and to create and inspire the changes needed to make it better for them. In September 2010, syndicated columnist and author Dan Savage created a YouTube video with his partner, Terry Miller, to inspire hope for young people facing harassment in response to a number of students taking their own lives after being bullied in school. They wanted to create a personal way for supporters everywhere to tell LGBT youth that yes, it does indeed get better. The It Gets Better project has become a worldwide movement, inspiring more than 50,000 user-created videos viewed more than 50 million times. To date, the project has received submissions from celebrities, organizations, activists, politicians, and media personalities, including President Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Lambert, Anne Hathaway, Colin Farrell, Matthew Morrison of Glee, Joe Jonas, Joel Madden, Kesha, Sarah Silverman, Tim Gunn, Ellen DeGeneres, Susie Orman, and the staffs of The Gap, Google, Facebook, Pixar, the Broadway community, and many more. To learn more about all of it, including videos, resources, and how you can help, visit www.itgetsbetter.org, and I will link to it in the show notes for you as well. This is a great site for parents and kids, so I do hope you'll check it out, or if you know someone who might be in need of it, please do share it. All right, so now you know my personal story. You know my standpoint on things. Are you still listening? Gosh, I hope so. As I said, I always had the same stance, but I know a lot of people who were anti-gay until they had a child come out. And even though that had to happen to open their eyes, that's still okay, as long as they come around. The world is changing, and it's time everyone gets on board. Life is too short to waste time on hating for things that are none of our business. And if I did lose some of you, I'm sorry if what I've said has offended you, but I'm not sorry for being honest. I feel like I need to be honest if I'm going to have any kind of success with this show. 
Now that that's out of the way, let's talk about how this can affect your blended family. And certainly we were lucky in my situation in that we had the same ideas surrounding homosexuality, but there are going to be lots of blended families who have differing opinions. You've got not only the opinions of the two partners, but also of the ex-partners and the other children in the home, whether bio or step. Ideally, before this even becomes an issue, you should open up some conversations about it. It's important to know where each of you stands on this. And as far as the kids, well, hopefully you'll discuss these issues with them as well. There's a lot more of this at school out in the open, whereas years ago it was kept quiet. So your children are most likely already very exposed to this, especially in middle and high school. So I encourage you to start young with the kids, just talking about it. Even in passing conversation, look for opportunities, such as if a scene in a movie depicts two gay people or a trans person, just talk about it. Things that you should talk to the kids about are things like what it means to be gay or lesbian or bisexual. And my hope is that you explain things in a non-judgmental state. And even if you're against it, please understand that your children are being raised in the new generation where this is becoming widely accepted. And if you do teach your kids to hate, they're gonna have a hard time when they get out into the world. Let them form their own opinions. You can teach them the facts without being biased. It's really important that you know where your partner stands on these issues. Maybe you never talked about it before because you never thought you needed to, but it's always good to talk about these things before you're faced with it. Of course, you may never be faced with it at all. This show may not even be for you, but you should still know where each of you stand. If in fact, one day, one of your children comes out to you, these are important conversations. And what will you do if one of the children comes out and one parent accepts it and the other does not? Well, that can cause quite a rift in your relationship, especially if the child's bio-parent accepts them and the step-parent does not. No one wants to think of this, but you need to. So I want you to really think. Think about your family, your dynamics, your children, your partner. What would everyone's reaction be? Does this help you think of conversations that need to be had? And what about the kids? What if the kids are divided? What if the step-kids don't accept the out child. Now, I can't tell you what will happen for everyone. You're all different. That's why I want you to think of these things in advance. So if the time comes, you will be better prepared for it. You'll be ready. And the most important thing for the whole family to realize, and this includes bio parents, step parents, step siblings, and bio siblings, acceptance is the best thing you can do for the child who's coming out. They already feel scared, unsure, worried, and the last thing they need is for the closest people to them to abandon them, to make them feel unloved. Teenagers are committing suicide. Go read the statistics. Everyone in the family needs to be on board in loving that child, no matter what their sexual identity is. Be supportive, that's what they need. Support and love. Okay, now I have a couple of questions for you today that actually I've been saving for this special episode. The first one comes from Jennifer in California, and she says, Melissa, 
I have been married to my second husband for three years, but we have been together for 10. We have three children all together. My son, 16, his daughter, 15, and we have a child together, a son who is seven. I'm very close with my stepdaughter as she has been in my life since she was only five. My problem is that recently she has confided in me that she is a lesbian, which is not a problem except that she hasn't told her dad or her mom. I feel honored that she trusted me enough to tell me, but now I don't know what to do. Do I tell my husband? Do I tell her mom? Or do I keep it a secret? I don't want her to lose trust in me, but I also don't want to lie to my husband. Please help. Okay, thank you for that question, Jennifer. I agree that it's wonderful that your stepdaughter chose you to come out to. But yes, this puts you in a terrible position. You didn't say if she asked you to keep it a secret, though. It sounds to me like you were the easiest one to come out to. And quite possibly, she's hoping that you'll break the news to her parents. I'm sure she knows that you can't keep something like that from her dad. Facing a parent can be the hardest part about coming out for these kids. Have you asked her? If not, I would outright ask her if she was expecting you to keep this a secret or would she like some help in breaking the news to her parents? And remind her that asking you to withhold information from her father makes you uncomfortable, but you would be happy to help her in coming out. And if she accepts the help, you can determine by knowing your husband what would be the best method. Do you know his viewpoints on this? You'll have to decide if it would be better for you to talk to him alone or have his daughter talk to him with you by her side. And you must be a supportive stepmom for her to have trusted you above anyone else. And you can continue to encourage her and support her through the coming out process. So good luck and let us know how that goes. And the next question. This one comes from Pam in Texas. And she says, Melissa, I really enjoy the podcast and my husband and I both listen. We have six kids, three each. My oldest son has recently told us he's gay. I am very supportive and so is my husband. My problem is that my son's biological father is very homophobic and so is his new wife. When he found out about my son, he said some really awful things. My son is crushed but still wants to try and have a relationship. He's still a minor and is still supposed to visit his dad over the summer. We don't live close, so the kids normally spend two months each summer over there. I am concerned that this visit will be traumatic, as I can't believe his dad and stepmom will treat him normally after this news. To make matters worse, they have two other kids there who are her sons who have always made fun of him. My son wants to go, but I'm terrified of watching him get hurt. I know I can't keep him from his dad, but how do I let him go there knowing they don't accept him? Please help. Oh, Pam, this is why I did this show today, to help people like you and your dear son. This is tough, but you're right. You can't keep him from his dad. You didn't say how old he is. As he gets older, he can certainly make his own choices, but here are his choices that he wants to go. My heart hurts for you because I know you feel like you're sending him in harm's way. But if you hold him back, he's going to blame you for a damaged relationship with his dad. I would allow him to go with the understanding that you're only a phone call away, that if he wants to come home, you'll arrange it immediately. I don't know how far you are, but maybe you can buy him only a one-way ticket instead of a round trip. That way he has a choice of when to come back. He needs to see if he can have a relationship with his dad. 
And you might be surprised. Dad may have just had a chance to process the news and may act differently. And if not, you take your boy home and hug him and let him bathe in your support. But I would try to call or email dad beforehand, though, and have a conversation about the damage he can do to his son with his homophobia. And let him know about the It Gets Better project. Print some sad statistics for him. And anyone can have a change of heart. I've seen it. And I will pray for your son that his dad comes around. It's good to know that he's got his mom and stepdad who will be there for him no matter what. So good job. And I hope it all works out. Gosh, those were really good questions. Now, I want to hear from the rest of you. Are you going through this and you want to share your story with me? Do you have tips you want to share? You can send your emails to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. I want your feedback. But please don't send the hate mail, though. If you stop listening, I'll know why. But please, no mean emails. Listen, I can take it, but not when it comes to my kids. Feel free to give me your honest opinion, but you can do that without being hurtful. It was hard for me to place myself in such a vulnerable position today with you, and I hope that you respect and understand my reasons for doing so. And as I said, you, my listeners, are my family, and I want to be as open with you as I can, and that's the best way that I can help you. I'm so very thankful to each and every one of you for your support of this podcast. I hope you join me next week for a much lighter topic. Don't forget to sign up for my newsletter for your chance to enter into my drawing at the end of the month to win a copy of The Four Agreements. It's a really good book. And I hope you have a fantastic week with your blended families. Love you all. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.